At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, ladies. Welcome back to my podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here. I drop an episode every Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Actually, I think I, I'm doing 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time because I saw that like girls like to go on their hot girl walks so in the morning, and it's better for girls if I drop in the morning. So actually, scratch that. We're doing 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on every Saturday. So every Saturday, I drop a podcast. And in today's podcast, we're going to be discussing abortion and abortion as a sacred initiation. And we're also going to be discussing kind of like a practical go-to guide of how to have an abortion, what you can be expecting, etc. And I want this to be, although, you know, informative and everything like that, and I'll share my opinions and whatever, but I also want it to be something that if you have a friend who is getting an abortion or just had an abortion or something like that, that you can send this to her as kind of a step-by-step guide on how to get through the abortion or what to do to make it more of an easeful transition and experience for yourself. And so I'm going to go into that. And also guys, I really hope that there's no background noise. I'm gonna try to edit it out if there is, but I am currently outside. So I am in Tulum right now, I'm in Mexico. And I just got to a new hotel and they have a table, but it's just no chairs, just table. And so I'm just sitting on the ground outside in this little private patio area in my hotel and I am just recording this podcast. So if there's any background noise, I sincerely apologize and I love you. Okay. (laughs) So I think that one of the reasons that people really shy away from claiming abortion as a spiritual experience is because there's this other side where people say, oh, you know, you're a murderer, you're this, you're that, right? And so they have all of these opinions about abortion. And what happens is that we tend, in general, in in oppressive dynamics, we tend to go to the opposite end because we think that that opposite end, it's like an equal and opposite force, right? But what we really want to do is embody our authentic, liberated truth. And usually that is extremely shocking to the oppressive side. So my example here is, you know, with the abortion. So when people say, oh, you're a murderer, there's life, like blah, 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 it's a baby, whatever. And then as a result of that, people then say, no, it's just a clump of cells. It doesn't matter. It's just a medical procedure. And so that's an example of us kind of switching to the other side because we're so, we know so much that that, the, the, 
statement of your murderer, it's wrong or whatever, it doesn't resonate, that it's not true, but then we can't really find that embodied truth. Now, the embodied truth is that there is life there, but you are the sacred keeper of life and death through your womb, and you have the autonomous choice whether you'd like to add death to the natural life cycle or if you'd like to add more life and through birth. And, you know, all of that is sacred. All of it is necessary. It's not bad. It's not dark. It's not anything. It's just your balance that we add through our womb and really what abortion can be it really can be this initiation deeper into your femininity and deeper into your womb world because when you are having an abortion you become so deeply intrinsically connected whether you're aware of it or not and most people are not aware of it but you become very deeply connected to your womb and you guys are working together to co-create death or life or whatever it is that you're co-creating right but both of those are sacred both of those are valid both of those are necessary and through our womb we've been gifted this uh, this beautiful portal, but we're the keepers of the portal and we decide if something's going to come through that portal or not. Now, when you think of an abortion, right, I don't think it's even necessary to say that there's no life present, right? Like in the same way that a cell is alive and bacteria is alive, I mean, of course, there's some sort of life there, right? Like if, if you're egg and his seed comes together and creates something, there's some sort of life that would then eventually develop into a baby, right? And, um, and so there's some sort of life, uh, and, and that's fine. And I don't think we should shy away from that. I think it's very shocking to the anti-abortion people when they're like, so you agree there's life? And I'm like, yes. And then they're like, well, then you're a murderer. And I'm like, well, if you'd like to call it that, sure, but that's not true right I'm just being the keeper I'm just doing my sacred duty as a woman I'm just you know connected to my womb I'm just adding more divinity into this natural life cycle I'm doing something sacred and godly and connected and very private really has nothing to do with anybody else right besides me and we can say that you know force, that entity, that is whatever you want to call it, the clump of cells, the life, the baby, whatever it is, that's between me and that soul. Okay, so then let's let's even talk about that, right? So when we understand life from a reincarnation point of view, it helps to understand reincarnation and to um, be very much prescribed to that understanding. So it really helps in this framework. But when you think of abortion, you want to think of it as two individuals, you and that soul or that entity or that clump of cells, whatever it is, working together, something that you guys both signed up for to co-create something. Okay? So it's not you doing something terrible to this clump of cells or this baby or this life or whatever. It's you and this entity both signing up to experience something. Okay? So when you understand that that entity came to you to have an abortion, life gets a lot easier. (laughs) 
<laughs> life gets a lot lighter. So you can move through your authentic experience. Maybe that's grief. Maybe that's relief. Maybe that's sadness. Maybe that's happiness. Whatever it is, you can move through your authentic experience without um, this this level, this dense, unnecessary level of shame or guilt, which is an inauthentic emotion, and it's not necessary here. So when we understand that we're both co-creating something, that we both signed up for this, then we can just move through that experience intentionally. So when I say you both signed up for it, what I mean is that there's some sort of um, karmic balancing happening or some sort of sacred initiation happening. And I remember it was so funny. I listened to Ram Dass's podcast and I thought I was the first person to ever have this idea, right? I thought I was so original like I do with my ideas. I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is really going to get them, right? Like this is really new and, and whatever. And I just get these ideas and I just say them and I'm like, wow, that was that was new and interesting and profound, right? And um, and I listened to Ram Dass's podcast and he said it and he said it better than I did. And I was like, wow, okay, so I'm not the first person saying this, but you know, I did have this idea on in my on my own. But Ram Dass basically said when in his podcast, someone asked him in, in some speech he was in about abortion. And he said, you know, you and I have been aborted a million times. We've been aborted hundreds of times. And everyone in this room has been aborted. And that's all that you at that point needed in that sort of karmic balancing and that reincarnation in that experience you needed an abortion so you went to a woman or someone with a womb who was going to have an abortion and that's all you needed in that experience and then you came back maybe you came back as a rock and then maybe you came back as a tree and then maybe you came back as a baby and then maybe you came back as you know a dog whatever it is all you needed was that abortion and that experience right and so when I say that it's a karmic balancing, what I mean is that that soul intentionally came to you knowing you would have an abortion so that you guys could co-create something, right? And really, it's very um, personal what you can tap into with your abortion. And I would invite you to tap into it, like really sit with your intuition and say, what is this authentically? Like, what does, what feels like it's happening here? Sometimes women are like, well, for me, it feels like there's a soul that came through and it wasn't time yet, but they, they wanted, they love me so much. They wanted to be, you know, close with me now. And then later they'll come through again. Okay, great. And then for someone else, it might be, oh, this was a karmic balancing in the sense that we're going to go our separate ways after this. And, you know, this was what we needed to finally cut our ties. Or maybe it's a soul that loves you so much that it wants to initiate you. Maybe it's one of your, you know, beloved ancestors or something like that and they know you're going to have an abortion and they they want to deepen you into your womb wisdom or they want to deepen you into your intelligence or into your connection or whatever it is and so then they volunteer in the ether they're like okay i'm gonna go get uh i'm gonna go make sally have an abortion i'm gonna go get sally pregnant I'm going to go reincarnate into Sally's womb, knowing that she'll have an abortion. And I'm going to, you know, hopefully bring her deeper into herself. It's kind of like when we think of God bringing us into difficult experiences so that we can learn more. It's not because God hates us. It's because, you know, a lot of the time it's because God wants to initiate us further.
So you can think of it like that as well, but it really depends on what your specific intuition is telling you. And a lot of times abortion, if you've had an abortion more t multiple times, abortion will look different every time what that will mean for you. So maybe the first time it's, you know, oh, me and these souls need to go our separate ways. I'm going to do a cord cutting. I'm going to do this and that. And, you know, I'm going to sacredly separate us. And then maybe your second time having an abortion, you want to, you know, connect deeper. And you're like, this is a soul that's meant for me. Like, I'm meant to have this baby, but just not right now. So then I can connect deeper. And maybe, you know, a different time, it's something else. But the point here is, is that when we actually understand and tap into the powerful initiation that abortion is, we can actually move through it with so much more grace and connection and autonomy and that is like what I want for all women because right now women move through abortion in a traumatizing way they're very disconnected they're either like it's a clump of cells or they're like deeply guilty and they don't have this integrated understanding of what abortion is and it makes sense because we no longer have our women's circles we no longer have women in the red tent having, you know, menstruating every month. And we no longer have women doing all of our gynecology and our midwives and our doulas. We no longer have that. And so we're confused. We feel on our own, right? So we really want to tap in with the sacred initiation that's happening at the moment of the abortion and that allows you to move through it with so much more clarity. So even if you need to be in grief even if you need to experience sadness or pain or cry or be very sentimental or be very emotional whatever it is you can move through those waves of emotion with the centered and autonomous understanding of the spiritual and sacred balancing that's taken place and that actually allows you to access your authentic emotions. Before you have this understanding, it's very difficult to access your authentic emotions because you're coming from a place of inauthenticity, so then your emotions are going to be born from that place as well. So you're going to feel guilty, ashamed, completely disconnected, and like you don't care at all. Whatever it is, you're going to be coming from some sort of trauma response. So when we can actually understand the initiation that's taken place, we can be very gentle. We can move through these big waves in a more merciful and grounded dynamic. And so let's say you are having an abortion and you believe that it is, or your intuition has told you that it is a karmic balancing where there's some sort of cord cutting going on where you're like, okay, there's a cord cutting. Me and the soul are not meant for each other. Um, okay, now what do I do? Now you want to move through that in a graceful way. So you want to have the utmost love and understanding and respect and reverence for this cycle that's taking place within you, this initiation that's taking place within you. And then you want to do, let's say, maybe cord cutting rituals. You want to do some sort of ceremony for yourself or whatever it is. You want to nurture yourself. You want to nourish yourself. You want to check in with your emotions. You want to really, really, really dive deep into what's being born through you, what's happening through you, the depths you're going to. And you want to be very mindful about... Um, let's say, cord cutting with you in this soul in a loving and equal and equanimous way. So you are just literally saying like, thank you so much for this experience. And now I let you go on your way to your next expansion. And I wish you all of the best. And I, 
you know, am so grateful for this experience. Thank you. And let's go our separate ways now. And I release you and you're done and we're done. And our, our tie is gone and you are released. And, you know, saying some sort of sacred kind of, um, affirmations or prayers when you're actually going through the abortion can be really helpful. Now, let's say if you feel that you and this soul are meant to be and that the soul is going to come back a different time, you can really ground into that and say like, thank you so much for loving me so much that you want to come to me early. And I know that you knew I was going to have an abortion. And I know that you knew that this is what we were going to create and this is what you wanted. So come back to me soon. I love you. Come back to me in five years, in three years, in two months whatever it is and I love you and let's let's separate right now but always come back I really want to be with you or something like that and you can move through these waves in an equanimous way knowing that you are not doing anything wrong knowing that you are sacred knowing that the exchange is very much both parties signed on for so it's very much a consenting exchange that's a really important understanding here is that the the exchange is consenting from both parties so both you and the the clump of cells the baby the life whatever the hell it is whatever you want to call it both you and that entity consented to this experience and so when you understand that you can move through these waves so much better I also just want to say, like, don't be afraid to say and speak your truth just because it's going to trigger others. And, you know, when we say that abortion is spiritual or sacred or that there is a life there, right, and that I have the sacred power to to send that back, that life back to the ether. That's part of having a womb. And um, when we actually ground into that and claim that, there's going to be a lot of triggered people, especially the anti-abortion people, but even pro-choice people as well. But the anti-abortion people are going to be triggered. They're going to say, see, you know, um, you think that it's a life, you think you're whatever, you think that this is a life, you think that it's sacred, this is some sort of religious, demonic experience. And you just have to be able to still stand in your truth. Because what happens so much of the time is because we don't want to be labeled that, we go to the opposite end. So we say like, oh, well, no, it's, it's see, they're calling me a murderer, so I'm going to say that there's no life here. Well, I mean, in some sense, there's life, right? If, it's a, if there's cells coming to get there's a life right I mean is it a baby is it a human being no I wouldn't say that it, there's a human being when there's literally just like tissue you know at six weeks no I wouldn't say that there's a human being in there but is there life I mean in the same way that bacteria is alive yeah I mean there's life right I mean would I say that there's an, a whole soul no, because souls descend into earth throughout the nine months. So it takes a while for them to kind of ground into the physical experience. So it takes that full nine months for the soul to really fully come into the body. Is there a soul that's intended for that for that life or that's, you know, planning on being there or is already there and is just grounding in? Probably. And that's fine because you and this soul consented both to this experience. The thing is, a lot of understandings take a real level of connection and intelligence and divinity even to if I even would say that like to understand and the thing is we a lot of times we don't want to not be understood or we don't want to you know have 
people label us as things. But the truth is we have to still stand in our truth, right? Like, you know, we have to still stand in our truth because this is the truth. The other thing is hurting us. It's saying, you know, oh, it doesn't matter. You can just, you know, have an abortion and totally disconnect and disassociate and it doesn't matter. As it comes to, well, that's just going to harm you in the long run because you just disassociated from something. And we all know now because we've kind of all been expose this healing work the disassociating and not really fully feeling your feelings in the moment is not going to work in the long run so you know that's not helpful but what is helpful is actually standing in that embodied and integrated approach and understanding knowing that it's going to deeply trigger a lot of people right so that's something that i think is really really important now i wanted to transition now into what you, you know, can expect if you're having an abortion and how to kind of cater to yourself during that experience and how to make it a more easeful experience. So if you're having an abortion, it really depends on the type of abortion you're having. So if you're having a medical abortion, then you are going to be having them do some sort of procedure inside of you. And if you're having a pill abortion, then you're going to be taking two pills and they're going to basically induce a miscarriage and you're going to bleed and um, that's how you're going to experience the abortion. Now, if you're doing an herbal abortion, you're also basically inducing a miscarriage. So two of the options are going to create bleeding and one of them is not going to create bleeding. Now, I would like to speak mostly about the pill abortion, which is the most common type of abortion where it really induces a miscarriage and you bleed as if you're having a miscarriage, except it's a little bit more from, from what I've heard from friends who... At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Have had both miscarriages and abortions. That abortions are a little bit more intense and painful than miscarriages. Although they're very, very similar. And I want to kind of talk about the pill abortion, and but either way, this applies to both. So if you're going to have a pill abortion where you're going to induce bleeding, expect to, to really need a few days off and really do whatever you can 
to give yourself at a minimum three days off. So what that means is that if you have a really tight work schedule, definitely you want to have the abortion on a Friday or a Saturday. I would recommend if you have a really tight work schedule where you work Monday through Friday, I would recommend having an abortion on a Friday evening or taking the day off on a Friday, trying to take the day off on a Monday. But if you can't take a Monday or a Friday off, going to work and then having an abortion, you know, inducing the abortion. And then on Saturday and Sunday, you have your reset days. Actually, as I was saying that, I realized that it might actually be better. It really depends because you have one pill, which is your first pill, which basically terminates the pregnancy. So when you take that pill, you take that pill in the center that you are having the abortion at. So if you're at Planned Parenthood, you're going to take that first pill there. Now, let's start out with that. If you're going to take that first pill there, you want to be prepared to make it a sacred and intentional experience in whatever way you want it to be. So if that means you want to say a prayer, if that means you want to speak to your to that entity, whatever it is to you, if that means you want to take some deep breaths, whatever it is, ask your doctor to respect that your choices in that moment and to give you a minute. And I wanted to say that because a lot of times, again, these facilities are wonderful facilities that facilitate abortions for so many women and they're doing God's work. But at the same time, they're also a victim of our society, which has disconnected women from themselves in the patriarchy. And so they kind of see abortion as this, oh, you know, whatever, just take the pill and you're done. And it's just like quick and easy and we don't care. And so I want to just invite you and to really ground you into the fact that you really want to expect that the doctor is not going to give you a sacred experience and you have to take the first pill there. So when you take the first pill, you want to, whatever you want to do to make it a sacred experience, you know, do that and ask your doctor to respect that. The doctor is going to be trying to get you in and out, just like they do with pregnancy. It was sorry, with birth. The doctors, even up until a couple of years ago, were trying to force women to have C-sections just because they wanted to be home for dinner. How much can you actually disrespect the female form and the womb that you actually think that you can override and disconnect us from our bodies so much that you're going to cut us open just because you don't want to sit through labor. How disgusting is that? It is literally just like so horrific what the results of the patriarchy and one of the results of the patriarchy is the way in which we view abortion as this kind of quick and easy thing when a lot of times we need to kind of slow down and be more intentional and check in with our feelings and check in with our emotions. So whatever you want to do in the facility to create that kind of experience for yourself, even if that's just a quick prayer or a quick, you know, saying something like, okay, and now we separate and I send you back to the ether. Thank you so much. And then you take your first pill. That first pill is going to kill, um, the abort the pregnancy so it's going to terminate the pregnancy it's going to end that pregnancy and you really want to honestly i know i just said friday but if you are on a, the tightest work schedule ever i would recommend doing that on a thursday because your next pill has to be taken it's like 24 hours or 48 hours some facilities allow you to take it after like three hours or four hours or five hours so you want to check in 
for when is the minimum time that you can take this second pill? Because that's really going to determine when you want to go and schedule the first appointment. So the second pill you take at home, and that is what induces the bleeding. From the moment that you take that second pill, you want to give yourself as much time as you possibly can to relax, unwind, and I mean days, as much, as many days as you possibly can from the moment you take the second pill, you want to create that safe space for yourself. Depending on how early or how late you are in your pregnancy, there's gonna be more or less bleeding. Usually the earlier, earlier you are, the less bleeding there is and the less cramping and intensity that there is. The later that you are, the more bleeding and the more intensity, intensity of like, you know, pain or feelings or whatever that there is, right? So you want to prepare for that. You want to say, okay, so for example, if you have work on Friday and you have to go on Monday, I would say first, first appointment is on Thursday. Next time you take the pill is right after work on Friday. And then you have the night Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to recover. And that is what I would say. Just make sure that from the moment of the second pill that you have time to relax. Now, if you have a, you know, a, a clinic that allows you to take the second pill like three hours later or four hours later, then by all means, do your appointment on Friday, take your, your second pill at 7 p.m. or whatever, and then you have Friday night and Saturday and Sunday. If you can have more time off, if you can have a week off, if you can have seven days, 15 days, you know, a million days off, whatever you can get, the longest amount of time you can take that time. And from a lot of women that I've spoken to, they've actually been surprised because abortion in our society is kind of just they kind of paint it as like, oh, it's just a clump of cells. Just take the pill. It's fine, whatever. Um, and it is, it is fine. And it's, it's really, it's like going through a miscarriage, right? Which millions and billions of women have done before you, but you do want to, um, prepare to bleed and you want to prepare to have symptoms that could be nausea. That could be head pain. You're going to feel extremely emotionally sensitive, extremely. Your aura is going to be, you know how on your period, your aura, really what's happening is during your period, your energetic field is so much more sensitive. And so things affect you way more. You're going to have the same feeling except intensified by a lot when you are having an abortion. So you want to really prepare for having a very sensitive emotional aura and emotional field. So you want to prepare for that and, and create an environment for yourself that's absolutely the best that you can create. Now, I also want to say that you want to have warm, nourishing foods that really taste good to you and that you love. You want to plan to have, as right after the abortion, for at least 72 hours, you want to plan to have you know, time to yourself. You want to plan to have movies. You want to have a heating pad, absolutely have a heating pad. You want to have a trusted friend if possible. If not, that's also totally fine, but a trusted friend that you can reach out to. Um, you want to have a thermometer close by just in case you need to take your temperature. You want to have like things you want to have prepared. You want to have set yourself the scene to have an abortion and to really be comfortable and safe and feeling just comfortable within that experience. I would definitely recommend either ordering out prior to taking the second pill so you want to plan after you take that second pill, just lay in bed and don't plan to interact with anybody because the last thing you want to do is be bleeding, 
maybe you're nauseous or you're dizzy or you have a headache or you're just really sensitive or whatever is going on or maybe you're just slightly bleeding but you're very emotional whatever it is the last thing you want to be doing is running downstairs and having your DoorDash guy <laughs> you know bothering you so you want to have either ordered food or made food already now if you're going to make food you definitely want to create some meals like meal prep for the weekend or for the days ahead because you're definitely going to be really sensitive it's best I believe to take the abortion pill a little bit closer to night so that you can sleep a lot of that time so you know you start bleeding and then you kind of go to sleep and I think that is kind of the best approach and and really you know catering to yourself you can also you know set kind of a sacred ritual environment so you can set some candles out you can light some incense you can you know have food you can have you know whatever you want whatever you want to do you want to say some prayers you want to say some intentions whatever you've tapped into with your own intuition of what this abortion means to you so if it's a cord cutting and you're like okay me and the soul are separating you want to be you know tapping into that and grounding into that and saying you know we're separating now and I wish you all the best on your next next expansion thank you for this experience thank you for growing with me and now we're separating or if it's not that you're separating and that's not what's meant for you then you want to be grounding into that as well and you want to plan to really be tapping into that depth because abortions are an initiation miscarriages are an initiation birth is an initiation you know giving birth to your baby is an initiation and all of these things are the way of the womb. All of these things are initiations for women or for anyone with a womb. And you want to take it serious. You want to really like tap into what am I being initiated into? What is, you know, what am I feeling? And the only thing you really need to tap into, you don't need to even intellectualize it. What am I being initiated into? All you need to do is what am I feeling? How can I create more safety? How can I connect with my womb? Do a womb meditation. Put your hands on your womb. Speak to your womb. When you're doing, actually, when you're going through the abortion in general, you should be speaking to your womb. So putting your hands on your womb and speaking to your womb and saying like, hey, just want to check in with you. Like this is going to be you know, for the next few days, we're going to be bleeding. I just want to like, you know, love you and cater to you, like tap into your womb, connect with your womb in the best way that you can. And, and this, these things are really important. So really making it an intentional experience. And I feel that this is really what is missing from our society is this integrated approach where a lot of times with women's things we've kind of gone to this edge where we're like we don't care we see this in hookup culture like we should be allowed to have sex with whoever we want but we need to have this integrated approach where we make it a sacred experience that actually feels good and liberating for women like having sex with a guy who doesn't care about you and who you don't care about and you're trying to like people please or something that doesn't actually feel good you're just trying to like rebel right and I feel the same with abortion right it's like it doesn't actually feel good to say I don't care about it it doesn't matter you know whatever it feels good to have this integrated approach, but we're just confused. We're not initiated into that anymore due to the patriarchy. We're not initiated into this full truth. So integrating both sides where you're like grounded into the genuine dynamic that's playing out here, like the co-creation, both parties consenting to this. You're not doing anything wrong. Both parties of the you know, entity that's in your womb and you are consenting to this abortion. And then on, at the same time, you know, grounding into the fact that whatever is coming up is coming up and you're going to hold yourself through it. 
And I just want to say as well, it doesn't mean that if you're tapping into your emotions, you're not going to feel relief or something like that. That is usually a lot of women feel a ton of relief. A lot of women feel a ton of grief. You know, these these emotions are very normal. So you feeling relief and being happy after having an abortion is not it doesn't mean that you disconnected from your emotions. It just means that that's your authentic emotion. But really tuning in and like checking in with your womb, doing rituals to disconnect you, whatever it is that you need to do, doing that with intention. So there's a difference from grounded, you know, true relief and feeling connected, a connected relief versus a disconnected relief where you're just totally disassociated and you're just like, I don't care, whatever, right? Like those are two different things. So if your emotion is relief, let that wash over you. Like it is relieving, right? If you wanted an abortion and you experienced one, it's a massive weight off your shoulders and it's a big relief. If you feel grief as well or only grief, that also makes sense because this is a deep, deep cycle of the womb and this is emotionally intense and it's totally normal to feel grief. So whatever you're feeling is totally normal. Just tap into it. Just don't disconnect from it. Don't disassociate from it. And I would also say last thing is to really make sure that you have a journal close by or some things that make you feel like you can get out your emotions in them. So journals or little books or whatever you want to do to get out your emotions. Maybe that's sending voice messages to friends, but something like by yourself that you can really tap into, something that you can express yourself. I would really recommend having something close by where you can express yourself. And maybe that's you don't want to do that when you're actually bleeding. Maybe that's afterwards or maybe that's a couple hours after. Usually when you bleed, the mo- the beginning is the most intense, right? So the beginning is the most intense part of the bleeding. And then after 30 minutes or an hour, generally, not always, but after 30 minutes or an hour, usually in general, it calms down and you're just bleeding and it just feels like a period. That very beginning phase is like the most intense phase where you feel more pain or more other, more other symptoms like nausea or you know dizziness or whatever is kind of coming up for you. And also, if you would like, it's totally also you know welcome to have some sort of women around you. If you feel like you have nourishing women around you and you wanna have them around you when you're bleeding and when you take your pill and you like have women to cuddle you and have a community, like that's totally wonderful as well. Or your partner or, you know, your partner as well could be with you. Your partner could be cuddling you and helping you, bringing you food, whatever it is, like having a community can also be super, super helpful. Um, But if you don't have a community, that's also totally fine. You can have just as sacred or as healing or as emotional of an experience and intentional as an experience as anyone else. So Either way, if you have a community as a partner or friends or family around you, or if you're alone, either way, it's totally fine and just prepare for that. So just know what your experience is going to be, whether that's with people or by yourself, and then prepare within that, that dynamic to make it the most sacred experience that you can. So I think that this is all I'm going to go into today. I feel like I pretty much covered a lot of it but I love you guys so much and really don't be afraid to have an abortion it is a very liberating and initiatory experience and of course you know obviously you want to avoid you know getting pregnant when you don't want to be at all times because it is a very intense experience and obviously inconvenient and expensive and you don't want to you know 
maybe experience that if you can help it. But if you are having an abortion, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And welcome to the world of womanhood and really allow this to really transform you and bring you deeper into yourself. And I saw somewhere on an abortion page that all pregnancy ends in birth. And I really love that. And I really would love to have you guys ground into that, right? Like, even though you are having, let's say, an abortion um, through the pill or a medical abortion or, you know, a miscarriage or you're actually giving birth to your child that you desire, either way, all of it ends in birth. And so if you're bleeding and having a miscarriage or you're having an abortion and you're using the pill, you know, the embryo, the sack of cells, the whatever the hell you want to call it, whatever resonates with you, it comes out, right? Like it all, all pregnancy ends in birth. And I really love that. And so to really, really tap into that sacred initiation that's kind of happening where you are being initiated deeper through this birth that's happening, even if you're having an abortion and taking that with a lot of gentleness and intentionality and sacredness, I think is so important and would be so healing for women. And I think that one of the reasons abortion is very traumatic for women is because we don't have this integrated approach and we don't have this understanding and once we integrate these understandings and really allow it to initiate us deeper, it can be painful, it can be full of grief, it can be sad, it can be whatever it is, but it doesn't need to be traumatic, right? Like it can be an initiation, it can be, you know, grief, but you have this grounded understanding below that. So your emotions are the waves above and the sea floor is your understanding. That sand on the bottom that's not changing is your understanding. So all of the emotions can come, but it's not traumatizing. It doesn't shake your core because you understand and have prepared and initiated yourself for what is coming and for what's happening. And so I think that, you know, if we had these circles of women and if we had these integrated and initiated older women and wise women and elders like we used to have thousands of years ago, abortion wouldn't be as traumatizing of an event. But in this modern society, abortion tends to be traumatizing for people because they have no real initiation and uninitiated women are innately going to be traumatized because they can't actually make sense of their experiences. They don't have community to hold them and they don't have initiated understandings. They only have patriarchal understandings for their experiences that are outside of the lens of what patriarchy can understand. The patriarchy cannot understand the depth of the womb. And so it makes these stories and unfortunately we prescribe to them or we go in the opposite direction, we rebel and have this trauma response and either way we get traumatized. And so really having this integrated and initiated approach is so important and it's what I hope for the future of women is to begin initiating ourselves, initiating others and creating life outside of the patriarchy where we actually are connected to our wombs and connected to ourselves and back in our bodies as we deserve because it really has been stolen from us you know and abortions have been happening long before it was just a medical procedure right abortions have been happening for millions and millions of years or thousands and thousands of years with herbs and you know it used to be an herbal initiation with wise women in your community in the group of women that you would bleed with and that you would you know give birth with and that would 
you know, be your midwife and all of these things. We used to have initiated women around us kind of who understood and who could guide you through these depths of the womb. And now we just don't. And we're trying to understand these things from a patriarchal lens and it will just never work. So I love you guys so much. And if you'd like to learn more about this, you can watch my YouTube video, which is called The Spiritual Truth About Abortion on my channel, Victoria Duvall, same name on all my platforms. And you can also watch my recent YouTube video, which is totally unrelated, but it's a thrift haul and a book haul. And, and yeah, and then my next video that is going to be dropping next week is about my three weeks alone in Mexico. So I love you guys so much and I will talk to you soon. Bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.